Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu, brought to you by LewComplex.com. Go to LewComplex.com, use the offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart, and it also supports the podcast. We appreciate you so much, and shout out to LewComplex.com. Also, the podcast is brought to you by our producers, which you see right above our heads right there. Connor, Monique, and Chris Goodywin. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Go to patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu to show your support and get some dope rewards. We also added another tier, the Senpai tier, which allows you access to the topic threads on Tuesday, which means that you can give us an idea for the show um, and we bring them to discussion. And we're going to do that with two awesome topics from our producers, Monique and Goody Win. Oh, they're dope. They're dope topics. But we're going to get into topics. <laughs> we're going to get into that right after we roll this intro. Roll it. Mic check one two one two. My sweet wife is that you? Mike, Mike check, Mike check, waifu waifu. Tell, is that you? Hello, bro. Going on. What's up, there, boy? Oh man, this is wild. Yeah, what a dope I'm episode. My, I'm in my feelings. Same, brother. Same. <laughs> All right, let's start off by saying we have two fantastic st- topics at the first half of the show. But after our break, when we come back for our anime talk, we're gonna do something different. We're gonna do a full series review of Demon Slayer. We're gonna discuss the beginning, middle, and end. Give our thoughts on it what we thought about some episodes, what we liked, what we didn't like, and so on and so forth. But first, before we do that, let's get into this first topic. And which topic did you want to start off with, my boy? So, uh, one of these topics is really close to home for me. So mm-hmm. I want to start off with uh, one that's a little bit lighter. And that's okay. going to be my, my personal waifu's topic. Okay. What, if we had to make an anime, what kind of anime would it be? Or, how would it play out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got a, you got an idea? I do have an idea. Ooh. So, um, honestly, in all honesty, it'd be kind of like my life, right? Okay. So, um, I would actually make it like a slice of life slash action. Ooh. Uh, so during the day, dude just goes to work, and he's just like your regular everyday person, mm-hmm. interested in creative stuff. Might be, might even do something like we doing and have a podcast that he does. Okay. But after work, you know, he's not doing those things that kind of like he's working and everything like that. The thing that identifies him as like who he really is is that as soon as he gets home from work, he and his family are like superheroes. Ooh. And like he gets home. Yeah, kind of right. Like he gets home and his, uh, his son is, you know, being a baby or a child. Oh yeah. But his his wife walks around the house. She got her cape on, um, <laughs> and, and like and like a robe, you know. Right. So, so it's like she got a, a robe on and a cape, <laughs> and literally, like she's like, I'm waiting for you all day. People have been calling us. We got to go to the grocery store and save the grocery store. And I'm like, why are we saving the grocery store? We get there and it's an old lady, you know, <laughs> trying to run out the grocery store with a bunch of groceries, and, right. we, and we thinking, oh, we got to beat some big bad villain. Mm-hmm. 
And instead of being some big bad villain, we just got to tell this old lady, look, I'm sorry, ma'am. You can't walk out with these groceries. <laughs> but oh, down the street, the bank's getting robbed. And we don't catch them until we walk out of the grocery store. Like, oh, that was a waste of time. And we see the police cars drive past. And we go actually do some hero stuff. <laughs> some so real hero stuff. Yeah, like, but that's how I would imagine it, though. You know, like um, a slice yeah. of life where it's almost you have those regular moments. And mm-hmm. you would see, I would, I would want it to be like more of how being a hero can be tedious and then being a hero can be big. Right. So comedy, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like almost like One Punch Man, but not as like satirical, you know, like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> almost like real life. You know, right. like if I was a hero, this is how it would be in real life. Not right. I'm the strongest thing out there and I just blow everything up. <laughs> blow everything away. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's dope. This is a tough one for me, man. I mean, I, I just imagine, uh, you know, Lord Polo. Uh, Lord Polo, the demon lord, and and uh, instead of being called Lord Polo, mm-hmm. it would be called. Uh, he walk in, and um, you'd have like a little, little uh, like desk rat, like a dude that helps you keep all your paperwork in yeah. order. And um, his name, his name would be something ridiculous, like uh, uh Toby Toby Ichigawa. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm liking it so far. Okay, I'm just throwing, throwing stuff in there, and then like uh, you know, when while you at work, uh huh, you being at your um your regular like actually this is what you'd be you'd be like a fashion designer, mm. <laughs> and all your yeah. all your clients are these high profile uh females. <laughs> and we all want to try on Polo's clothes, but they don't yes. realize that once Polo is finished making these clothes. He has this magic that he didn't know he had that yeah. makes the women wear the clothes fall in love with him. Yes, instantly, go. instantly. Uh, Polo no Echi. Uh. <laughs> oh my God! Tell you know me so well. It's like you know me most of my life. That is absolutely perfect. So I'm a, I'm gonna hark off that. So we got that, and then it's gonna be it's gonna look almost like because I, I finally saw an episode of Food Wars. It's gonna look like that. So when I'm creating the clothes, it's going to be like these beautiful seams being whipped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> watch the video version to get the full, full picture. Watch, but the, watch the yarn and, and wire and like yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Getting sewed together and, and stuff getting stitched on and different like fabrics getting put together and it's coming together. to this beautiful dress or this beautiful suit for a uh, lady suit, of course. And then when they put it on, it's just over. It's all she wrote. <laughs> This immense amount of greatness. Yeah, that'd be dope. Oh, that's perfect because it, it brings Etchy, which is my one of my favorites, and it'll bring Harem, Harem, which is another one of my favorites, together, and it revolves around me, which is kind of selfish and self centered. But you know what? I'll take it. I'll take but, it for idea of an anime. Yeah, we only <laughs> we only send this because, like, let's be real. If you if someone asks you what kind of anime you really want, right? Like, True. The person who wrote uh, Sword Art. Mm-hmm. That's probably something they really want to do. They would yeah. love to be in a video game. Yep. So it's like they're just taking their real life interest and putting it out there. And putting know? a crazy spin on it. Damn, that's sick. I love that, dude. I love everything about that. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, sign us. Help us make that manga. Happen. Oh, my God. Please do. If any manga artists out there want to do that, that'd be incredible. A lot of fun to make. 
I'll I'll play polo. I could I think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could do that. Do the voice actor. Yeah, I could be a little little polo voice actor. You know. Just don't make me cry because I can't do that. Ah, oh, dog. You, you ask me to do a sassy, I'm being there like, <laughs> being like, think of something sad that happened. I'm like, I can't, but I ain't gonna cry. <laughs> Impossible uh, for you. Right, like my dog died. That'll get me. Oh, it got me. Oh, oh it still gets me. Princess, rest up. <laughs> this, this, up. This podcast is dedicated to you, girl. <laughs> that was the only dog I ever and, and I have a dog that I've had for five years but Princess is still the only dog that I ever let sleep with me <laughs> well first of all you don't have a choice bro yeah that's kind of true <laughs> she would not let me alone <laughs> uh, she slept with my dog slept with all my friends <laughs> <laughs> oh I never forget man I would oh, never she had to be in the anime, but <laughs> yes so so I just want to say this though, because that actually made me think of something really cool, right? Yeah. So I also been thinking of this anime idea ever since I was younger. And this is actually kind of like something more like I kind of hate it, hate to say it. It seems like My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. but it is kind of like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's in a world where obviously everyone has a shadow, right? Right. But everyone's shadow is like um, think of it as a specter or a being from another dimension, mm-hmm. and your shadow will um, basically set the precedent for what your power is. Mm. Like, so everyone walks around, everyone's shadow has a power, whether it be extremely weak or extremely strong. Right. And uh, their shadow is its own being. So like if, if someone else's shadow fights yours and you lose your shadow or your shadow gets smaller, you lose a portion of your power or you cease to be. Oof. And it's not it's not that you die, you just no longer are there. Yeah. Until for whatever reason your shadow can either be recreated and I would base it off of and I hate to say it like that, I would base it off of like a you know how there can never be um there can't be a shadow without light. Right. 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 So the people who have like the largest shadows, like it would be more about like let's say I'm fighting you, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm in the perfect position where the sun is making my shadow larger than yours, I have the advantage at that point. Oof. So it's almost like it could be strategic yeah. battle, and then you'd have. Um, so how I initially thought of it was that shadow would be in a dolan, and that shadow attaches to everyone, and it either a right. just stays in the shadow or becomes a part of your fabric or, or like clothing. Damn. So like if I had a scarf, it would be on my face, but that's my shadow. So it's a part of like it's actually a, a an extension of you. Yeah. Right. But it's always like even if it's not like on the ground, mm-hmm. like let's say if you, only people who have really strong shadows will have one that's like a piece of their clothing. Right. Um, but it still has like the rest of it drags on the ground like your actual shadow. Right. And then we, weaker shadows would just be, you know, always on the ground. But they have the opportunity based off like, you know, positioning and whatnot to be yeah. stronger shadows. Then you have the the dark group or evil group would be always trying to build a tower to cast the largest shadow. Oof. That'd be sick. <laughs> and they try to take over the world with this giant shadow tower or tower to cast a giant shadow. Mm-hmm. All what's dope and, about oh, that is like you could you could have somebody at the top of it just stretching an arm out and creating other shadows that turns into like different bridges and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oof. Or the entire group, their shadows could just combine and be, be one giant shadow. Yeah, one big megazord. <laughs> oh man, that'd be sick. 
devouring people's shadows. Yeah. Oof. But that's, that's one I've been making up. I actually got a, 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 a an original character I, I made up for that that I'm oh. still working on. Hey, draw it up. Maybe we could put it on a shirt or something. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> oh, dude, that's incredible. That's incredible. Everything I th- I can think of, I feel like has already been an animated I've watched. Right? Like I always think of the uh, the Iski animes, of course, and just I'm I've been playing a lot of Cold Vein. I want to see that as an anime. It probably. <laughs> It already is like Yeah, it already is one. Basically, I would love to see that one. And then this manga we're reading, we're gonna talk about an an extra little piece of content that we're gonna drop for y'all. Coming soon. Coming soon. So I, I did want to say because I see in your background, I stitched that Mirror's Edge. What about that as an anime though? Ooh, bro. I mean, you could just flip to a page. I mean, you read the comic too. Yeah. Just look how beautiful that would be, dude. Like, look at how great. Oh, that'd be sick, dude. That'd that's be sick. that's what I'm thinking, though. Wouldn't that be epic? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, just the, yeah. and the best parts about it is that it doesn't have to be too much action because right. think of I would think of it as almost as a uh, Ghost in the Shell kind of mm-hmm. as um, that art style. But mm-hmm. when they're running around, that's where you animate it super heavy, right? And make make every motion look real, like the hair and the sweat yeah. dripping off. Ufotable, please, uh, right? Ufotable, <laughs> hit, hit mirror, hit mirror's edge up for that. <laughs> um, it's so much like it's so sad to even talk about this because what EA did to Mirror's Edge was they they released Mirror's Edge. It was a cult classic. It was a major hit, and they came out with the second one, and it didn't do that well. Uh, yeah, the reason why I didn't do that well is because it just it felt extremely rushed. I still enjoyed the hell out of the story. I still enjoyed the hell out of the combat, but it was over in like eight hours, which kind of sucked because it had this big open world that was fun. And for those of you that don't know Polo, Mirror's Edge is Polo's favorite game of all time. If yeah, you he can't, stole it from me. If you can't tell, tell him you yeah. borrow his on three sixty. I took it, it was like in 2008 too. I took it to uh, I took it to Texas with me and forgot forgot it in Texas. Oh, I was so sad. But don't worry, another Mirror's Edge copy later, probably two. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I, I love it so much, but the, I mean, the story is great, and it'll be it'll be a fantastic anime because you could go so many different places. You could use the story from the first game, which is great, or you could use the story from the second, which is which was, I think, even better. Yeah. Not to mention, you can always put it off and follow her sister. Right, right. And which sister do you choose to follow? You have two choices because in both games, there were two different like sister versions. But the, I think the second game sister version would be better, though, because of how they came, how she came up. She was a she was an orphan or they were orphans and they were split up in this orphanage. And one became a part of the conglomerate that basically runs the entire "Quote unquote mirror's edge" or the, or the city, ah, oh, dude, yeah, ah, oh, yeah, that'd be so good. So, guys, Polo <laughs> said he couldn't think of what he would want to make of You just helped me. I said, I forget. I don't even know why I didn't even think of this. Mirror's edge would be the perfect one. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. Yeah, this is what I'm. Here. Facts, facts. Ah, oh, dude, that's great. That's great. But let's roll into this next topic, which now, is. Yeah, Which is a little bit. This next topic is very important to me. Same, same. So you go first since I let the let off with the first one. 
All right. So for those of you who are Patreon subscribers, we gave a little hint into what this topic was. And I mean, tell pretty much guessed it and <laughs> and like it was nothing. So he knows what's coming, but you may not. For those of you that don't know, I'm going to obviously say what this I should probably say what the topic is first, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the topic. So, <laughs> so the topic is from Chris Goodywin, uh Patreon producer. His topic was like something that as soon as it hit the thread, I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. This is a great topic because of of what I'm going to say. But this is the topic. Sorry. Has any anime writing or story caused you to rethink any part of your thought process or philosophical beliefs? And yes. Yes. And let me just say, an anime that's done that is Clannad, my favorite anime of all time, my number one anime. And the reason it, the reason being is because I was always the, I only watch Naruto, I only watch Dragon Ball Z, I only watch that type of anime, and no other anime even mattered, okay? None of that even mattered. I watched Clannad for the first eight episodes, nine episodes, ten episodes. I'm like, what is this trash? This is trash. I kept looking up stuff online. Everybody kept saying, Clannad is the best ever. Clannad is the best ever. So I'm like, you know what? I would have been ended this because if this was any other anime and it took me eight episodes for it to even do something remotely interesting, I would have been got rid of it. But I watched until about episode, I think it was 14-ish or so, and the story flipped on his head. And what it did to me as a man, and I was a man, this was like four or five years ago, as a man completely changed the way I look at anime. I look at TV. I look at life period. And that's, it made me cry. And I pride myself on being extremely hard. Like nothing in this world can make me cry besides something happening to my mother, my brother, or my sister. That's it. That's it. This is almost impossible for you to make me cry. But what that anime did to me, it completely changed the way I look at anything storytelling wise, not just anime, but storytelling wise and books or or TV shows or anything normal, it completely changed the way I, I think about everything. I'm like, man, this is crazy. And 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 beliefs too, because the relationship aspect of Clannad was a, a was a rough one. Because in Clannad After Story, there's a situation that happens with the main character that caused him to be extremely harsh to somebody who was close to him. And when that happened I understood why he was being completely. I'm going to just say it slight. Fuck. I don't want to spoil this because a lot of just our listeners. It, no, I, here for. I can't, man. I can't because this is a major spoiler for Clannad. And this is why it, it's it's so hard. But somebody that was extremely close to him, he was a complete dick to. The reason why he was a complete dick to her was extremely valid, but also like hard on me because of who this person was to him. I mean, it was, it's hard. Like it's, and it's oof, like, don't just don't be a dick to somebody you love because something happened that wasn't entirely their fault. That's a philosophical belief I got from that. If you watch Clannad, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Cause Clannad after story hits so hard because in after story, that's when I continue to watch it. And I was crying for about four different episodes straight dog. And I don't fucking cry. I don't cry. I don't cry listeners at all, but it had me, man. I was gone. I was gone because I understood why he felt the way he felt in that situation. But 
he shouldn't feel that way because of, you know, that's not how it should have been, you know? It's deep, man. It's a deep. If you haven't watched Kanat, please try to stick through it and watch it all. Best anime ever, in my opinion. Slice of Life. It made me love Slice of Life and become my favorite genre in anime. But yeah, that one, that one's changed a lot in me personally. Heart, soul, mind, spirit, all of that. It changed a lot. So that's me. Y'all got to understand that when Polo said he cried to that when he, when he first told cried, me about bro. it, I was like, hold up, what? <laughs> Yo, because tears, like, it wasn't just one, you know, the wind, you know, you, you get the one tear that rolled down the aisle when you're laughing so hard. No, this yeah. is two tears. I need a tissue, dog. I think Polo is like one of my only brothers I have not seen cry. <laughs> and I mean, y'all, like, and people know I don't have actual, any actual siblings, but Polo is like one of my closest people I can call a brother. Yeah. He's one of the only brothers. I have that I have never seen cry. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. It's, it did that to me, man. It did it. It won. It beat me. <laughs> Good stuff, Clint. Anyone another one? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my anime, Mr. Chris Goody Win, hey. that would have changed any philosophical, philosophical beliefs or understanding for me would be just Full Metal Alchemist. Ooh. And... And it just like so. Good shit, um, dude. Good the shit. reason this one is so close to me is because like, uh, what I remember watching Full Metal Alchemist growing up, and mm-hmm. like I was just like, oh, okay, it's on, but I never really super piece metal, right? To it. Yeah, it's yeah, like whatever it's on. So I never paid attention to it. And I got to college, and uh, a friend of mine, uh, Sam, she was like, "Have you seen Full Metal Alchemist?" I'm like, "Yeah." She was like. All right, what you think about it? I was like, it's okay. She said, you didn't really watch it, did you? Mm-hmm. I said, I, I watched it a lot. And Sam's like, no, you didn't really watch it. Because if so, you just said, eh, then you ain't yeah. really watch it. <laughs> so she was like, go back and watch it. You know, it's really, really good. So I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'm going to go back and watch it. So I go back and start from episode one and like actually pay attention. I'm just like, the first episode, I was like, okay, yeah, this, this looks pretty good. I'll make it all the way through. And started to realize, like, after the first episode, though, that equivalent exchange is something I entirely believe in. Oof. You know? Like, yeah, it's something oh yeah. I entirely believe in. Like, uh, if you put out energy into the world, mm-hmm. that's what you get back. And even though, like, like I think that you can be a complete douchebag, right? Yeah. But if you work super fucking hard, like, you get what you deserve, which is, you know, wealth and whatnot. But you know, you won't get the love that you might be searching exactly. for, that admiration you might be searching for because you're a douchebag. Exactly. Um, if that, you give if you yeah. give a bunch of love to the world but don't work hard, you'll be poor, but you have all this love that you've given to people and they will reciprocate wow. that to you. Wow. Well said. So that's, that's just one of those beliefs that I kind of like saw, but also, so like, I don't know if you know this about me, but so I was a Christian growing up yeah. And I chose to be baptized and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, that's cool and all. And I did it. And I was expecting to feel this great revelation when I got baptized. It didn't happen to me. But after like, kind of like, I didn't, I'm not going to say like, it made me reevaluate like my religious like perception, but mm-hmm. it made me look at things. Like maybe I should start trying to like understand this better. Mm-hmm. So it made me look into like, 10 different religions like I actually grabbed books and started researching and it made me realize that like all of this stuff is the same and 
yeah. my philosophical beliefs, my personality, all that stuff became more based around that. Like if, if, if I let people make me mad, I'm not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of how my mind started to work. So more and more day by day, I just started to kind of evolve. Like I have people who say like, I don't understand how you can stay so calm all the time. And I'm just like, you know, at this point, I've understood myself so well because of the different things I've been looking into. Yeah. Because of Full Metal Alchemist, like I swear to you, Full Metal Alchemist did this to me. Yeah. That it's like, I I mean, to, to make me mad, to make me sad, to make me angry, it takes a whole lot to get me out of that zone because- That's crazy. Like I realized, like I said, if I let you exchange that energy with me mm-hmm. and I give you that energy back, um, it's just going to be a never ending cycle. Right. And that's like, that's why like even my, um, I have earrings that are Ouroboros because I, I strongly believe in that. It's the self, um, self-sufficient snake or dragon. It, it survives off itself. And if I don't survive off myself, I'm going to let other people damage me. Right. Too. So, yeah. So that's, 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 that's my, that's why Full Metal Alchemist is very dear to my heart. I, I, it, it's that's definitely. Dead. Yeah, that that's incredible. And me and you, it's so it's so freaking crazy how both. I think we both went through this at the same around the same time with because we both grew up in super Christian households. Like we both been around that that cycle. And I mean, and again, both me and Tell, and I can speak for Tell on this. We have nothing against your religions or your beliefs or anything like that. I did the same exact thing you did. And I looked up other religions and and, hit, and saw the stories from the Quran to the Bible, to the Buddha, all, all of it. And it's all the exact same, all the exact same. There's stories that's being told from, from, you know, that are probably actual stories that happen that are just over exaggerated. But this, I, I do take away stuff from that story, those stories, I should say, and implement it into my life. And it does make you a better person, which I wholeheartedly respect but like, I cannot like. I know some Christians and some Catholics that are outrageous with it, like almost cultish, which is a little scary. A little scary. No judging here, though. But I just, I just figured I'd throw that out there. That's. I think we went through that at the same exact time when it we comes. Probably to, did <laughs> when it came to that type of stuff because we low key be out there like this. <laughs> exactly because <laughs> I feel the exact same way. It's, I, it's, it's great teachings, but. Some take it a little too far. Yeah. And man, I also, I would also say, don't take the Full Metal Alchemist philosophy too far either. No, you know? facts. Yeah, 100%. You don't, you, it's a great understanding to understand that part of yourself. It's an over-exaggeration. Yeah, right? take like, it too far. If you're out here thinking you can transmute the world <laughs> with your two hands, you right. know, uh, Naruto slash, you know, right. whoever you want to be, it's not going to work. So, you know. Oof. Fantastic, dude. Oh, Chris Goodywin and Monique, my little sis, my brother's wife, fool. Thank you so much for those two fantastic topics. I I don't know how y'all do it. They keep getting better every, every week, every, every yeah. single week. And that's what these great topics. Right. The good news is, listeners, that if, you know, you didn't want to support at the producer level, we now have a level below producer, which is called Senpai Tier which allows you access to the Topic Tuesday thread on our Patreon, which allows you to then recommend a topic for us to talk about. Um, you recommend enough topics, then we'll just cast a vote um, in our Facebook group on, or something like that. But yeah, feel free to check out that Patreon, patreon.com slash waifu. Any, any support you give will help us out quite a bit. 
it all goes right back into the podcast and trying to make it better. So uh, thank you for your support. Yeah. Um, I also want to say real quick, the yeah. Facebook group just recently hit over 200 people. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, snap. It's like 203 as of today. So um, the last time I checked, it was 203. Oh, so 206. Hey, ooh. Wow. That's even more. It's growing so, quickly. Uh, join that Facebook group. If you want to um, get some of that content early, we got a lot of nice people in there sharing their stuff every day. Yeah, um, yeah. Go in there and share. Some people making friends, connecting. What, what, last week, we even had people, you know, hitting each other up on PlayStation and Xbox, fighting yeah. each other in Street Fighter and stuff <laughs> like that. So, yeah, come, it's come awesome join the group. group. Come join the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Join it. But this is where we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about Demon Slayer. I wore this shirt just because of the flower. It represents only outro of Demon Slayer. Our anime talk section after our break is going to be a full review of, of Demon Slayer, as I said at the beginning of the episode. Stay tuned for that. If you haven't watched all of Demon Slayer, do not listen past this point. But we're going to roll this quick break and we're going to come back with the Demon Slayer review. Let's go.
Welcome back to episode 16 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. During the break, in honor of this full review discussion of the entire season of Kaiba no Yetu or Demon Slayer, we played Tales Boy theme song. That is, is an Etsu theme, which is a banger. I mean, best theme of the show. Worst 100%. character of the show. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> Let's start I off. I don't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with uh, overall impressions of the last episode. What did you, what did you think? Um, the last episode, I'm not going to say it was my favorite episode, mm-hmm. but it is a great episode. Yeah. Like, Oh, holy sh- shit, my dude. <laughs> yeah. That episode yeah. was great. Um, it wasn't my favorite. Visually, show, but. visually, it was probably one of the best episodes because they put in some great animation mm-hmm. in the episode. From what I heard, like they had the most animators on that episode specifically. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, how the story progressed. Great. So you want to give a breakdown of this, this specific episode? Yeah, this specific episode first, the ending episode, the wrap-up. Alright. So, this episode starts off with us in like, it, it appears to be like a town, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's buildings all over the place and uh, it's all kind of like, it, it reminds us of, of reminds us of the drum demon who's smacking his drum and the, the everything is turning on its side and upside down and however it's turning. Mm-hmm. But Essentially, we come to see this woman playing, um, is it a cello or some, yeah, some? It's a Japanese string instrument. I forget what they call yeah. it. It's something special, like they flick yeah, it with. Well, she's playing the Japanese string instrument and, she, and you know, the environment is almost like not necessarily moving to her, her playing the instrument, but we see the lower six or really the lower five is all that's left because right. Rui's gone now. We see the rest of them walking slowly the first one we see is the one in the suit and then we see the other ones kind of like sparsely spread out mm-hmm. and they all in my personal opinion look real badass kind of like they might mess some stuff up like yeah and, yeah right like i'm just like man this is about to be crazy like me and about to take all the demon alert all the demons they're about to take them all out right yeah uh yeah they they walk up to the front and they meet face to face with this woman. And I'm just like, I'm looking at this this woman. I look in the eyes. I'm like, that is definitely yep. what's his name? Mitsubi's eyes, you know? Or, I thought or the same the, thing. Uh, yeah, Muzan Kibutsuji. That was definitely his eye. And it turns out that he has shape shifted into a, a female demon appearance or a female appearance. And the demon um, lower five that are left didn't recognize him and some of them spoke out of turn right and uh the first one to speak out of turn uh got owned early <laughs> early, early. <laughs> he, was, um, he turned mincemeat he was gone yeah it was yo first of all what dude the the, the blood and you know what i love the most what was that after that one died right the blood that was there still remained like yeah. they didn't like it, get rid of the blood nope. or make it magically disappear or just forget to make it like nope. make it stay there. Like they kept it there, and I'm just like, that's the animation budget, detail, bro. Small detail number one that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then while you know, uh, seeing this happen, 
what happened to the second demon? The second demon, like, what did he do? He second guessed Kabutsuji. Yep. No, he he was he was saying stuff in his head. I thought that was the third dude. But oh. either way, oh, either way, I either way, you couldn't even say anything in your head. He's mm-hmm. like, we're all gonna. He's like, I'm I'm so scared, and you know all this other stuff. And he basically said, "Are you more afraid of the demon slayers than you are of me?" Mm. Wrong and answer. Wrong. Won't chop him up. <laughs> the next guy is like, "Oh shoot! You know we can't even say anything in our head. So the only thing I could possibly do yep. is run away." And before he can even finish run, he was gone. He was deep bounced, yeah. and he moved so fast; it was incredible. Yeah, our dude was out of he there. He was too. gone, dude. You talk about Zenetsu. Thunder <laughs> breathing. No. Clap. He had nothing. In, yeah, he was gone. But if you blink, and I blinked because I had to rewind it afterwards. <laughs> if you blink, you'll, you will miss it. Kitsubi, Kitsuji literally cut off his head in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. And this guy looked like he was at least four or five freaking miles away from where they were, and he just and showed brought it back. Oh my god! And just showed him with his uh, Kisubiji was uh, yeah, that's his weird. His name is weird. With yeah, his head, yeah, with his head in his hand, and he was like, I didn't even, I didn't even sense him, and I'm, mm-hmm. ah, my body's not regenerating. Like he was gone. He was just dead. Yeah, well, not he, really he dead, wasn't but completely dead. Yeah, so he threw right. his head on the ground. Oh, and right back to where they was, were, by the way. The next one come demanded that he have more power, basically. He was like, look, if you give me more of your blood, mm-hmm. I'll be able to prove myself and show you how strong I am. All I can do is shake my head. head. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> like, hold up. Like, you not seeing what this dude is doing? He's thrashing your whole team. He's smashing your whole squad, my dude. <laughs> Are you going to demand anything of him? He's like, who are you talking to, first of all? He's <laughs> like, are you yeah. demanding something from me? And he was like, no, I'm not demanding anything from you. So you're telling me that I'm just making this up. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're, you're calling me a liar. Me you're telling me I misunderstood you. He's like, no, it's not. A, I'm not saying you misunderstood anything. He's like, yeah, exactly. I don't misunderstand. <laughs> let, me, let me show you why I don't misunderstand anything. <laughs> An entire, like, slug snake. Uh, freaking! <laughs> but his hand came out, and yeah. like his arms, yeah, turned to like this giant, like snake slug thing, and devoured, <laughs> devoured the demon dude. Whole dude, just, whole. Like, like it's no hope. Like mm. this man is is a savage. He's rampaging. Yeah. What, what are we gonna do, man? What are we gonna do? <laughs> uh, you know, it's wild out here. Um, yeah. Then, not only after that, we get the final person, who was the first person we saw. Uh, it was like a, a woman demon in a suit and she was smiling and he goes to say is there any last words from you and she blushes and kind of yes. tilts back and almost does the Orochimaru thing she says this is like a dream come true mm-hmm. ever since the day I met you I had only been hoping of dying by your hand mm-hmm. and she's like basically sitting here about to have an orgasm <laughs> she's like leaning back and I thought like, it was a dude I, I mean, it's it's very ambiguous, so we really don't know for yeah, sure. But true. I that's assume, I assume that it's a woman because it was a woman's suit. It wasn't right. a guy's suit. Yeah. Um, but she, you know, she like does the lean back and is entirely enthralled 
mm-hmm. in, in our dude. And he's like, now that's, that's what, what like I'm talking hear. about. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. And, and then he, what did he do? He took his finger mm-hmm. and like poked it in her head. Yep. And said, um, take my blood. If you survive this, um, then show, then show me your worth it by killing the, um, the demon slayer with the earrings mm-hmm. and one of the Hashira. And I'm just like, ah. mind you, we only got like, I don't know, 13, 14 minutes, minutes left. left. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but tell me that wasn't a great, it was like, perfect, minutes, dude. It was so Man. perfect. It was what we, what I thought we were going to get earlier, but I was completely okay with it being the last episode. Because oh. now we have, now we have that baddie. But I, we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Well, I was gonna say that was what we had been waiting for because all this time we had no real reason to fear him. No, none. We had no idea how strong he was or who he was or what he was about. We didn't know he could shape shift right. precisely to look completely different than who he was, other than or whatever. We had no idea what was going on with this guy, Mm-mm. and now. Yeah, and at the beginning, you almost kind of sympathize with him because he had a family, right? Yeah. Like, nah, we can't sympathize, sympathize with this monster. I mean, you kind of <laughs> did at first though, because he's like, at first, yeah, yeah, because that's what the show was good at. It's good at doing that. And again, we're gonna talk about that later. But I mean, then it switch switches to our 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 family, <laughs> our and boys, it, and they're back at the training. They're going hard. Tanjiro's keeping up with Kano with the with the teeth throwing. Uh and those cans and that's who finally mastered total breathing. And they kind of do a little a little quick roundup of that. Yeah, they bow into the giant gourds. Yep. And explode him all. And then they finally get a, a mission from the crow stating that, hey, the infinite train, you must get on the infinite train. The infinite train is is where a demon is. They just think is a regular demon, um, and then they, uh, I guess they have this little scene with uh, Kano, which was so good between Kano and Taj- Tajiro. It was such it was, a good scene, dude. It was almost like a nice slice of life like oh, season. It was yeah, perfect. Like a little segment. It was great, dude. So um, our boy Tanjiro goes up and he sees uh, Kano, and he's gonna. He goes up to her and basically grabs her and says, or grabs like her hand or something and says, "Thank you." for training with me and teaching me everything you, you could. And, you know, I appreciate it. And she just looks at him and was like, oh, shit, she's never going to say anything. Right. And he basically, like, stands up and gets ready to walk away. And she takes out her coin. She flips it in the air. It comes back down. Hits tails. We like, is tails what she needs to say something? And she says, um, what did she say? Uh, no something. problem. It was along the lines of no problem. Um, pleasure to train you did, or some shit. Yeah, I was just doing what I was told, but no problem. Um, and yeah. have be safe. Farewell. Farewell. And he was like, she said something. <laughs> she talked. He goes, he rushes. He rushes back to Kano, and it's like, you know, he's spazzing now. He's saying a whole bunch of stuff just to like keep talking to her. You know, mm-hmm. all she keeps saying is farewell, farewell, <laughs> farewell, farewell. And Dude, she's like, you know, it. going hard on the farewells. And he finally asked her, like, what was that coin about? Like, you know, why would you flip the coin? Is that how you decided if you would talk to me? And she says, yes, when I can't decide what to do because I wasn't ordered to do something, this is how I make the decision. 
Mm-hmm. And Tandro is like, well, you know, why don't you follow your heart? And she's kind of like, I have no interest in doing that. Right. And Tandro is just like, okay, so use this coin to make that decision. He takes the coin and says, how about this? I'm going to flip the I'll coin. this part. And when I flip it, um, if, when it comes down and lands on my hand, we make the decision on what we call on whether you use this coin ever again or you just follow your heart. So he takes the coin, does this very super grand flip, and <laughs> flips it up in the air as hard as he possibly can. This coin is in the air. And I'm like... He almost lost it. <laughs> right. Like, damn. And, and as it's coming back down, he's like, oh, shoot, I almost forgot to say it. We're going to call heads. Heads is what we have to call. As it's coming down, you know, she's like, her mouth is in awe. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's already shook from the fact that he has this, like, this is what he's doing. He's doing this for you. He wants to, like, free you mentally. Mm-hmm. And as it's coming down, the wind blows. And he loses, almost loses it. And it comes back down. He catches it. And he says, let's see what it says. And she is completely, she's like, I didn't get a chance to see it. Did, did he pull some kind of trick? No, right. he didn't do that. Because I there's watched no his way. hands. Yep. Yeah, there's no way. I, I didn't get to see what it was. So he comes and he turns around and shows it. Boom. It's heads. You have to live by your heart now. You can't just follow mm-hmm. what this coin says. You have to do what you feel in your heart. And she's like, how did you do it? Like, how did you make it turn heads? He was like, I didn't make it hit heads. I just was going through it in the air and it came down as that way. But I was going to keep doing it until it finally did. Yeah. And it's like, he's going to say by chance. And I was going to keep flipping it until it hit his. Tell like, me, my oh, boy, Tandra is not the best of heart, dude. Bro, the best of hearts, man. Oh, it's, it's so good, dude. That's the best part about the show is the main character to me. The main mm-hmm. character is so likable. He's like, you empathize with him. You, oh man, is he's perfect. Yeah. Let's, uh, I mean, and then after that, they get on a train to go well, to the mission. That's not what happened. We're not there yet. You got to remember, bro. What? They sat down. Uh, our girl Shinobu and um, the head of the. the I forgot members. about that part. Yeah, Damn, that they was important. And they said, uh, yeah, I wanted them. She basically, Shinobu basically says, I wanted them, him to go with Rengoku mm-hmm. because the, his fire, his father. His father, or no, they, no, I don't think they say anything about his father, but they said, I want him to go with Rengoku because oh, no, they did. he said something to us about the fire breathing. Yeah, they said his father used the fire, the fire breathing technique. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fire breathing technique. And uh, our our head of the demon slayers is like, oh, really? Um, essentially, and saying, I guess this could be a good opportunity. Maybe he's destined for it. Mm-hmm. And that, in my mind, this goes to tell me, like, Yo, our boy Chandro has no choice to be a super ox beast guy. Like, yeah. He's going to be the man after yep. the next two. Yep. Um, uh-uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no man is out here using fire and water. Come on, man. You're right, though. <laughs> um, but um, after that, they head to the train and we see um, our boys Nessu, Tanjiro, and Inosuke standing at the train station. Majuro! <laughs> I love Inosuke, dude. Like, our boy Inosuke looks at the train and is like, 
what is this creature? Are you the ruler? Are you the demon that's terrorizing this land? Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're like, no. That's like, no. He's not say, yeah. terrorizing this land. Like, are you serious? He's like, it's a train. And, and meanwhile, Inosuke's backing up and like rushing the train, headbutting it and stuff. And Tandro's like, oh, yes, it is definitely. No, it's, he's like, of course, Netsu. It's not the, the, Demon who's ruled, the demon ruler of this land. It's the, the spirit that protects the land. The spirit that protects the land. And in those cases, even more like, now I really have to challenge you. <laughs> so in oh, those thinks the train is some kind of monster. And Tanjiro has never seen a train before. Right. And, and Zanetsu is just like, oh my God, who am I with? <laughs> but afterwards, they get caught by police patrolling and they see hey these guys have swords so mm-hmm. they book it because we find out again that um the demon slayers are not authorized like by the, government. By the yeah. government yeah so they can't just walk around with their swords in broad daylight right so they all kind of decide to hide their swords on their back our boy nosuke puts his sword in his back but we know he doesn't wear a shirt so it doesn't make a difference <laughs> so it doesn't even matter did you see that posey hit though he yeah. was like Look at my style. I'm like, okay, my dude. Like, you got you got some fashion going on, bro. Um, oh, man, it, it was killing me. But um, I don't know, bro. It was just great. And Nosuke, uh is a funny dude. But yeah, the train yeah. finally takes off, and they rush onto the back of it. And as they hop on the train, we go through the it goes through the train, kind of like seeing who's on the inside, and then goes to the top of it and goes all the way to the front of the tr- or front of the train. We see Rengoku on the bottom on the inside of the train. And then we also see the lower, the the lower uh, one Enmu, who is the, uh, the the deep female demon with the suit on. Mm-hmm. Or we don't really know female or male, but the ambiguous demon with the suit on standing on top of the train. So clearly, this demon survived, taking on more of uh, Kabutsuji's power yep. and blood. <sighs> then the credits roll. When the credits roll, there's an after credit scene that says, "Hey." The Demon Slayer movie has been greenlit, and boy, the internet, train. the internet lost this shit, dude. Man, I tell you, it lost this shit for real. Because first of all, the way they showed in Goku, so the way they showed in Goku automatically scares me. Mm-hmm. He says, "I'm going to fulfill my mission and make sure that no one here gets hurt." Mm. Literally, that means everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. That means shit hit the fan, like. I'm going to fulfill my mission and make sure no one here gets hurt. Come on, bro. Boy, that's, that's oh. going to be something. Oh, my God. Shit hit the fan, bro. It, yeah, I'm so ready for it. Who knows how long we got to wait? I'm willing to wait, but let's uh, let's get into this, okay? That movie budget, though, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it's by you foldable? That's broken. It's OP. It's too oh, strong. Man, so wild. Oh boy. Let's uh let's get into the the season as a whole. Okay. All right. Let's just say, who is your favorite characters? So, I mean, clearly, I love all of our mains. So, um, Nezuko, Tanjiro, Inosuke, Zenetsu. I love all of those characters. Mm-hmm. Now, if I had to say, like who like is invited to my cookout <laughs> um, for sure everybody but in those case so far yeah um, i agree because <laughs> those can't come 
mm-hmm. you're gonna kill all my family exactly so, <laughs> um but like there's characters i really want to know about so it's kind of hard to say my favorites because there's so many characters that have so much mystery about them mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll just be honest with you i know kano doesn't say anything but i actually really like her character Same. like and it, it might be mostly because her background is like super fucked yeah but um i like her but i also really like tamayo it's the the demon the female demon who's gonna try and make the blood so that she can cure nezuko yeah yeah like there's characters throughout this entire list i really like um ayo kanzaki um that's the girl who is like being the medic um at the mansion Mm -hmm. i really like her too but there's like you know there's just so many characters here who are likable and if i had to even say like kabutsuji he's fire dude like my dude (laughs) is raw like I had, I had no idea who or what he could do until this episode, but now he's the truth. Right. Yeah. So and what about you? I'm with you, man. But I, you know who I loved? I love Sabido. Sa- Sabido, the guy that helped, or the rock that helped Tanjiro slice the rock, basically. Him and his, you know what? Him yeah. and his little sister, they both were incredible. Uh, Mak- Makimo, they were both incredible characters that I just enjoyed the hell out of. But of course, uh, I mean, you're entirely right on that one. I he, forgot about them. But of course, I mean, Giyu is probably a one day one, a one day one for sure. <laughs> I mean, for obvious reason, he's the reason why uh, Tanjiro became a demon slayer. His moves is smooth as ice. I just love the way he fights like his whole fighting style just revolves around smoothness. And I'm all about that life. What you mean he just walked up on somebody and cut their head off? He literally just walked. Actually, he almost gleed. Like, yeah. Like, just gleed. Well, we, we clearly oh. saw his steps, but his sword was like, hey, that's yeah. head going. Yeah, right? It just, it's so, so silent. I hated, I hated the, uh, the dude that was with the, uh, chick that helped Tanjiro get the blood to cure his sister, though. What was his name? Yeah, him? Yoshiro? Yeah, Yoshiro. I hated him. Yeah, I was not feeling that guy. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. my favorite. <clears throat> Now, who is the most mysterious to you? Like, because other than um, Kaguya, who is the head of the Demon Slayers, like, because he is a complete mystery. Like, why is right. he even the head of the Demon Slayers? Why is he so respected? Like, and who is he popping gone? off on? Yeah, like, I need to see, I need some info. Like, the m- most mysterious to me, and it's because of her personality. <laughs> like, I would I never know. think, yep, yep, Mitsuri. Mm hmm. I, I mean, I she's ain't. obviously waifu for one. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. That's number one right there. <laughs> and then two, how or why, and what is her power? It's you love. Know? It's I know, but like, you're fighting demons, sweetie. What you what you loving up among them demons? And and she loves them enough to put them to rest. <laughs> I can't wait to see that shit, dude. Right, that's gonna be super interesting. Who's the most mysterious to you? Um. So I always like I told you before. So like lightning and fire are my favorite things. But mm-hmm. if I had to say most mysterious, it's Obunai Iguru after Kaguya. Mm-hmm. Obunai is the snake guy mm-hmm. with the two different color eyes. Orochimaru, yeah, yeah. Orochimaru is something else, bro. <laughs> like, first of all, all the snake dudes are not to be trusted, no. even if they on the good side. No matter what, like he could honestly. The these be the cold the coldest the nicest the mm-hmm. everything do in the show, and like I like snakes, but when snake dudes in anime, never trust them. You no. can't. They always turn on you. I mean, it's because it's all about 
it's all about their lore when it comes to snakes and just snakes in general. Everybody relates snakes to just pure sneak backstabbery. Unless you're Egyptian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you're Egyptian. <laughs> it's all like backstabbing and I don't know. It's Yeah, you're right. That is the most mysterious. But I don't know, though. You got a... Uh, Iroku Daki? Yeah. I was just about to say that. You got Iroku Daki, who is this fucking a beast of a man that's still alive. It was once a pillar. Yeah, like, how did he train... He trained Tanjiro. And it's. I feel like it's clear that he didn't give Tanjiro all his knowledge because... Right, 100%. The, if we look at if we look at Kanao in comparison to Tanjiro... Right. Kana was trained by one of the recent pillars. Mm-hmm. My guy is one of the only pillars to survive. Right. You know? The only other person to be trained by a pillar here is Zenetsu. Um, right. So, and, and both of these guys, like the people who trained them, these older pillars, Zenetsu, out the gate, was probably the strongest initially, only because he could only master that one ability. Right. But Tandro. Like, Oroku Daki just taught Tanjiro, like, just hoping that he would survive rather than teaching him and, like, honing his skills. He didn't right. teach him all the things, like, how to fully breathe 24-7, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Kanao had a step above him, and she was trained by, you know, something, too. So, I want to know, like, why he was hiding his his power. Why does he wear a mask 24-7, you know? Right. Like, so, what's really up with that? That's crazy. Yeah, that's a good points. I, it's so much we don't know about these characters in these first 26 episodes and it's so much we want to know but in those 26 episodes I feel like we know so much it's weird right like we right. know so much but yet we don't know nearly enough you know so little yeah like it was it's perfect at shrouding us in mystery but giving us enough to understand what's going on and understanding the world and the whole concepts of everything like what the show, what I'm going to say the show did most beautifully is the way it humanized the demon characters. Like, it always starts with the demon character. You are like, dude, how the hell are they going to beat this guy? He sucks. What a shitty demon. Get him out of here. To, oh my gosh, now I'm feeling sorry for the demon. It's no. so good at that. So... And, and you're 100% right. So the first demon we actually encounter is Tanjiro's sister. Right. Instantly, that demon is humanized because this is our main character's sibling. Mm-hmm. You know? That demon is instantly humanized. Emotion um, right off the bat. Right. The next demon we see is literally just like fodder. Like, hey, I want to kill people and I'm going to try and eat you. They kill the demon. Right. After, after that... The next demon we see has history with them. So he's slightly mm-hmm. humanized. It's like an actual antagonist, someone that has history to Orokodaki, and he's just killing all the Orokodaki's people. Right. You know? So <sighs> each demon has some kind of connection, except for the one who just popped up and said, I want to I want to eat a human right now. Right. Yeah, and he was the only one that I didn't give like a a a backstory with. But they we we saw just what Tanjiro could be. In mm-hmm. that episode, but like, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like the way, and I think the the you you mean the uh, the final selection demon, right? Uh, that was yeah, the final selection to, demon was the one who was like, yeah, yeah who was connected to Rokudaki, eating that, all his, his Chinese. That was the first one, other than Nezuko, of course, that was humanized because once Tanjiro cut off his head, kind of saw a little bit into his backstory, the sadness and the grief he was going through, and and. Yeah the reason why he felt the way he felt against Orodaki. 
that that's what made that's what made me fall in love with the show when it did that. When I'm like, damn, I kind of feel bad for this dude. I'm like, whoa, why do I feel bad for that dude? He killed hundreds and hundreds of potential demon slayers. And all of Orokudaku's trainees. Yeah, and all of including Sabido, which is one of my favorite uh, supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I mean, what a great show. But I mean, let's I mean, let's talk about some of the fight scenes. Obviously, the best fight scene is Tanjiro and Rui, right? I don't even think that's arguable. Yeah. And then when Giyu comes in, following up right after that, it blew again. The internet went off. And my entire Twitter blew up with that gif of Tanjiro cutting off his head, but not really cutting off his head. The (laughs) only other scene that blew up like that was when my boy Zanetsu was like, let me show you. Oh, yeah. Thunder style, thunder breathing, thunder clap, and flash. Yeah. Right. That was the that was like to me, I think that might have been the first scene that really blew up. Oh yeah, true. Cause you mean you went when they were in the house with the the guy with the drums, right? Yeah. Yeah, that scene was crazy. And that was the first time we heard Zanetsu's theme, the one we played yeah. during the break. Yeah. And goodness yeah, gracious. It was, it was amazing. Oh. I thought and I was with you for a second. I thought Zanetsu was gonna become the best character because he finally um, realized that oh, I'm this super powerful guy as long as I'm I have unconscious. That, that on episode like 102, um, <laughs> it's, Zanetsu, it's gonna be season three, and Zanetsu gonna be like, uh, hey, look, just so you know, I'm the goat. And <laughs> Polo gonna be like, you know what, Zanetsu is Ross. I hope so, I sure hope so. As long as he doesn't cry, a lot of our p- people in our Facebook group agrees with me. Hey, you are not wrong. My boy Joe Lee. <laughs> my boy Joe hates um My Hero Academia because he said all he sees is uh our boy Deku crying. But like and that I mean, was that's I I can understand him saying that because he he does cry a lot in that. But it's not nearly as egregious and nearly as annoying and nearly for like no reason. So that's who was for no reason. Deku had Midoriya had plenty of reasons, man. Emotional think, attachment, like, come on. I think on. the difference is Zanetsu is actually crying for no reason. Yes. Whereas Deku is crying when, like, some of the most important shit happens. Yeah. But, like, like, like anything major happens, you, you might see Deku, Deku crying. But Zanetsu is, like, he's crying because he is just, like, fodder. You know, Ugh. like, I'm crying because. They want to see uh, Polo eyes roll in the back of his fucking head until he can't see <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we just gonna let me just gonna agree to disagree that Zanetsu is a goat. Terrible. Yeah, we are. Other than that, man, let's give our overall rating of this episode or the entire first season of Demon Slayer. <sighs> now, all right. <clears throat> you want me to start or you want to go? I mean, let's do uh, let's do a couple of different things. Uh-oh. So. In terms of, in terms of how the story was paced of this okay. season, how would you rate that? Pacing, yeah. Oh man, it is so good, but so bad in some points too. I'm gonna have to go with a solid seven. All right. Uh, so I, I was gonna go with an eight on pacing, okay? Because I think that it was slower in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it was enough to, like, get your attention, you know? 
and and my thought process is I, the pacing at the beginning was well done. It's the end that kind of tailed off for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the ending, but I, I think I, mean, I, I like it too. I kind of, yeah. I think mentally I was like, this is where it has to go. There's nowhere else it can. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's understandable. Now, in terms of story, mm. what we'll, we'll rating that? I'm going to give it. Uh, so for right now, <clears throat> I'm giving the story like a nine right now because, in my personal opinion, they gave us a great beginning so far to where it tied us in. We were trying to figure out who the demon is. We want to figure out more and more about each individual character. Um, and I think that's what's enticing to a story is that it, it really wants to drag you in. Yeah. I'm say story-wise, I have to give it a nine. Same. I, we, we should write this down. You writing this down? All right. I'm, hold on. I got you. Let's, let's write this down. And as a matter of fact, let's culminate our scores and put them together and then just give it this will be the official Mike Check Waifu Waifu rating of a show. So, for instance, he gave, what was it at the beginning? Pacing? You gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. So, let's call it a 7.5. And then that'll be our overall. You down with that? Sounds good to me. Oh, okay, dope. We just made it up on the fly. That's what's going to be for shows that we fully review. I like it. I like it. All right. I gave it a 9 and you gave it a 9. Yes. Story. Yeah. Um... How about character development, or do we want to keep that in story? No, character development is no. Yeah, that's a part of the story, right? All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we can roll with that. Then uh, animation. There it is. Ten. (laughs) I say ten. Obvious for obvious reasons. There's there's no better animation you'll ever see in any anime other than. Demon Slayer. The combination between 3D, like computer, like created art versus the drawn art, the way they put to, put that together and blend it together is so special. It's it's literally anime movie esque for every episode. Even when they're like, for example, they're running running through the forest and the way they the way they show the forest run scenes, it's all just yeah. incredible, man. It's all just incredible. Uh. So that I actually 100% agree on. Cyan. I, I think that, yeah. That, that <laughs> this season was animated better than My Hero. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Black everything Clover. Else. Black Clover, mm-hmm. oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I got, I got, uh, you know, I got video games animated better than Black Clover. <laughs> um, Goodness gracious. Oh, shit. Dude, face not even there. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You're the best. <laughs> I'm oh, just saying, God. bro. All right. But no, like, I'm just saying. Um, That's great. So it's, we, it's, we're yeah. going with 10 for that one then? Animation? Yeah, we're going to go with a 10. All right. So. Next up, soundtrack? Yeah, let's do sound. Oh, man. This is so you, I was gonna say you rated it first last time. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this sure. one in terms of sound. Uh, so especially after listening to Zanetsu's theme just then, and the so if I if I rate if I rate it for the entire season, right? 
in the entire season. That's what this is about. The beginning, the sound design didn't feel so special. Okay, now are you talking original soundtrack or are you talking actual sound design? I'm talking about like the music and the actual like mm. show. Like mm. to me, overall, you might have to re listen, brother. It, it didn't feel as powerful. And it may have just been the fact that the scenes got more powerful later on. But a, the, okay. This the music, the music and like the scenes together made it more powerful to me. So okay. in my opinion, sound design, I have to give it like a 7.5. Mm. Now, between the sounds that the, the total concentrations have, the water, okay. the waters, the, the Zanetsu electricity, when he bursts, the even when uh, when Nezuko did her blood art, I mean, was perfect. The main theme at the beginning of the show, I don't you must not remember it because if you remembered it, it had changed. And I'm gonna send you this song. I right? remember the main thing. The uh you sure? Yeah. And that's still got a seven point five from you out of all I'm shocked. I mean, so now I mean like honestly though, like I wasn't thinking about all that. Yeah, <laughs> you got to. You got to. This is a sound design. Um from the way they hit the the way they hit the leaves of- when they're running. Yeah, now I'm thinking about like when Zanetsu was like, you even hear when he boom, the sword comes out yep. and all he did was move it a little bit. It wasn't even a lot. Yep. And then you hear the lightning crackle. Yep. And then the thunder following right after that because obvious for obvious reasons because lightning and how that's how that works. And then you got when he was training in the forest, when he was running down the mountain, those sounds of him dodging those traps. And but do you also, you know, uh, I was just thinking about too now. What? Even the sounds of when like uh, Tandro and um, Inosuke were fighting. Yeah. Yes, dude. Exactly. Like now it, it's all coming back. It, sa- it, it sounded like a karate, like a real karate fight. Like it, it uh, was legit. So I'm going to have to go with to make up for your 7.5. Nah, it's not getting a 7.5. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, because I was like missing stuff. I wasn't even including stuff. You got and it. I don't even think. I'm even thinking about how the drums sound different when dude was beating his drums. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go nine. And the only reason why it's not a 10 is because of another show, but it's definitely a nine for me. I got to give it a nine too. Yeah. It's a clean nine, that, man. It's that a, makes sense. Nah, that, that makes sense. I was, I, I was being a little harsh. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I think I was only thinking about soundtrack alone, not right. like everything included. Cause there's, there's one or two songs that's not great in the soundtrack. I agree with that. Like the, the water, the, um, total concentration, uh, the water thing, not great, not great, but a lot of it is, a lot of it is. That's why yeah. I got a nine. Dope. And then what's what's next? Is there anything else? I think that's it, right? Uh, I guess the only other thing would be a combined score, I guess. Yeah, a combined score of all of it. I mean, if you look at our averages, it'll probably be at about a nine, right? Uh, I got you. Oh, he's giving us an average right now. He's calculating the average out for all you uh, audio listeners out there. And the YouTube viewers, you can see him calculating it. What we got? 8.8. Ooh, I mean. If we round up, that's a nine. If we round up, I think we should rock with 8.8. I'm good with that. And then, so what we're going to do is we're going to lay out these ratings 
this is this oh this is perfect we just made this up on the fly kind of we're gonna this is how we're gonna rate all the shows we review okay we're gonna break it down into those categories and then we're gonna give it an average score um but i'm gonna have to say that's pretty good man yeah that sounds about right 8.8 sounds about right i will have to agree with that wow how great was that dude with oh, that. you know what? We should we should add one more. Well, okay, one more. We should add one more. What you got? Because I just thought about our next week's episode, and I feel like this is why we have to add one more. Okay. And anticipation for the next for more. Anticipation. Okay. Like how, like, we're not going to add this to the average score, though, right? Yeah, we don't have to add this to the average okay. score. But how 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 highly anticipating are you for the next part? Ooh, fuck. Or, dude. or even how badly do you want more? We'll just put it that way. Man. Do do this get a number or do we just say? Yeah, I mean, I definitely want more, but like, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say for a number right now. After seeing that trailer, I'm at a ten. Like, <laughs> like I'm really I'm I'm for real. After seeing that trailer for that movie, I'm I'm at a ten right now. I want I want more. I want it next week. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, that trailer for that movie did give me hype. It, their marketing ploy is perfect, and I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with a 9.5 only because I want them to take their time and build up. Like, give me 50, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll wait a year and a half for 50 episodes. Mm-mm, you sound crazy. I would. I'm not waiting that long. <laughs> I'm showing up at the studio. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's great. 8.8 sounds about right, though, with those averages, man. That's that's accurate. That's accurate. We gotta we gotta make sure we remember that and write that down for our scale. Cause that's perfect. I like I got that. It. I got it right here. That's amazing. Uh my check wife wife who just made history with our official ranking system being deployed in episode sixteen of my check wife wife who. And with that, that wraps episode sixteen. Now, listen, audio listeners, we got a little special surprise for you. We're going to be doing a little bit more on the podcast side of things. So if you are subscribed to our podcast feed or if you haven't yet, make sure you do because we want to look out for some bonus content because we're going to do it like another like a mini series of us talking about a, a specific manga. And boy, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially with the manga we're talking about. It's well worth the watch or watch. Read, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna figure out how we're gonna do that, and we're gonna talk about that. But it's gonna be on our regular podcast feed. So if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast feed, rate it please on iTunes. That will greatly help us a lot. And share us with your friends. You can follow our social media at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. Follow me at Polo Born Fly. Follow me at King Talano. On Instagram and Twitter. On all social media. Join that Facebook group. And thank you all so much for listening to my new favorite episode of My Check Waifu Waifu. See y'all next time. Peace. One, two, one, two. My sweet waifu. Is that you? One way.